Welcome to the Couch Goblins podcast. I'm your furry little blanket gremlin, Kelly. And I am the local Swamp Witch of the West, Jacob. And welcome to our first episode. Congratulations on being a part of the start of our little journey. I know. We thought we'd pick something easy today, so we'll be talking about video games. Of course. Of everyone's course. favorite thing. Who doesn't love a good video game? Just to curl up with a nice little blanket, a little bit of tea. Maybe get your favorite PC or console game going and just have a nice relaxing day in. Absolutely. just jump it right off where we're going with um types of games we enjoy well ah so i feel like i actually have a pretty wide spectrum of games that i like okay however if you ask people that know me i have a very niche (laughs) interest (laughs) um because i because you you know me i enjoy like a i love nintendo games always been a big fan of every single pokemon game you will find me every day in front of the store. When I worked at GameStop, I we had the Alpha Ruby and Omega Sapphire release. And so me and one of my other female coworker, we made cupcakes for the release oh into Pokeballs. Oh my god. Well, we we know you're a Pokemon bitch. Yes. Through and through. I would maybe categorize you as like the trophy wench. <laughs> <laughs> You're after completing the game 100% through. Oh, well, absolutely. You've seen my completed all-star Arceus Pokedex. Um, false. You have not shown me the complete one because you didn't finish it. I did finish it. You haven't come over to my house to see the rest of it. It's non-existent if I haven't seen I it. I will literally drag you there. <laughs> we will have a whole moment. Okay. Well, what kind of games do I enjoy? I enjoy a good um, cozy game. Mm-hmm. We love a good cozy game. Love a good cozy game. Um, a good and... Stardew Valley game. Yes. And then like an adventure game. Yeah, you've I... really done really well with Elden Ring. Oh, yes. Yes. You just got Elden Ring here. We just got our PS5. We are we still need to get our Elden Ring game, which I'm sure my husband is in the process of downloading for us right now. Yeah, absolutely. And then I've invited myself in to, you know, bitch slap the shit out of all the monsters for you. Oh, yeah, and we are very down for that. Yes. It was like, it's essentially going to be a cakewalk. Like uh, that meme with the little squishy marshmallow guy, and then in the back, it's the big must. A few moments later. Yes. Very good. <laughs> I don't know why I had the need to explain that to you. I feel like I was there, and that's what is important. Yes, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you understand that's exactly what I was going for. 
Okay, so if you're a trophy wench, then what am I? A trophy wench? You would be... I feel like you always go to be the strongest, most, like, on top of things in a game. So, like, mine would be completion. Yours would be, like, top level. Yes. I think that's just the internalized homophobia of having to succeed at everything. And so I have to be the best. In order to outshine everybody. Well, absolutely. So essentially, this is your inner Chad. God, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Nintendo. Nintendo. I feel like Nintendo literally lives off nostalgia. They do, but like, you'd be making some good ass money off that. I mean, look how many Zelda games we got out now. True, true. but to <coughs> be fair, Breath of the Wild was dope. Almost... Almost a top-tier game. The only thing it is missing is a solid couple of dungeons. Yes. Can I just say I have a bone to pick with, you know, talking about Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild 2? P please pick your bone. Okay. What is the name of the title? Oh, fuck. What was it? It's uh, something Rising of the Wind or something like no. that. What was it? Tears of Hyrule. Tears of Hyrule. Yes, right? Mm, let's do a quick Google because we have that ability. If I know how to spell breath. Breath of the Wild 2. The sequel of Breath of the Wild 1. Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, so I was right. Yeah. Wait, it's not Tears of Hyrule, it's Tears of Oh, the yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Tell me why. So, Tears of the Kingdom. Tell me why people thought it was Tears of the Kingdom. Because people are stupid. What in the white cishet male audacity is that? People don't know how to read well because we have a failing education system. But I don't think it's just that. It's we have a failing language. I mean... Tell me why we live in a world in which both those words same. look exactly the same. Because English is stupid and... And colonialized. I mean, have, yeah. I mean, you could think of all the words that are spelled the same that are completely different, all the words that sound the same that aren't spelled, that aren't spelled correctly, and all the silent letters that don't need to be there, all the little things that we were taught that actually don't make any sense, like I before E except after C except for, like, literally 40 <laughs> words. <laughs> well, you know, there's always an exception. Um, like, weird. W-E... Fuck, don't ask me to spell. <laughs> I America's education system <laughs> for the win. I know how to say words good. I never yes. know, said I knew how to spell them well. Fair. Um, but I think I know what it is. I've boiled it down to I think it has to do with toxic male energy. Because why would you want a title in which it was tears, right? Because that's sh us showing our emotions. And we have tears. <laughs> Me strong. <laughs> All I can think of is just the tearing of their wives. Oh, my God. Tears of kingdom. No, toxic masculinity. Tears of a kingdom. I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's, I just feel like it's because people don't know how to read. 
I just genuinely. So I think we boiled it down to either they can't fucking read <laughs> or toxic male behavior. And here's why I think that they don't know how to read is because one of my best friends is literally a high school English teacher. And the amount of times that she tells me how illiterate her children are. <laughs> it's probably top notch. But it, it, it's it problematic. bothers me because tears of Hyrule. No, we said tears of kingdom. Tears of the kingdom. Yeah. Tears of the kingdom. Tears and of what the kingdom. way, when you say that, does that roll off the tongue appropriately? <laughs> tears of the kingdom. Well, I mean, if there's like a tear in time or like, because that could, that could be it. <laughs> I mean, in the literally Pokemon Arceus, they have a literal tear in space and time. I just, I'm tired of this nonsense, this tomfoolery <laughs> of the general public. I mean, you know as well as I do, working in the kind of job that we do, right. that th things get gummed up in the works because middle management's incompetent. Oh, God, yeah. Like, nothing ever goes through. Everything just gets stuck somewhere in seven emails, and it makes me literally... And somebody's wanna... making a profit somewhere. Yeah, and it's not fucking us. I'm fine. Otherwise, you wouldn't hear the fucking police sirens in the background. Um, I live in a safe neighborhood. Thank you very much. <laughs> safe. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think anyone's broken into your car outside your apartment. Never. Literally. You oh, Kelly's over here being bougie. No, my, so the first apartment that I ever moved into um, with uh, my now husband... Uh, literally the day after we moved in, our neighbors from across the street came over, knocked on our door and asked like if anyone had stolen out of our car because someone had stolen like her social security card, her driver's license. And I think she... that's her fault for putting her social security <laughs> card in the motherfucking car. I mean, yes, I think it was very stupid and unsafe, but I also don't think people should just be out here taking, right. taking things from people from their cars. I mean, okay, we are really off topic right now. <laughs> Back to video games. I have to say, I'm over Mario. And I've been over Mario for a long time. You know who has been making a comeback, though? Kirby. Kirby has come back. I love a good one. We talked about the fact that when Kirby Crystal Shards mm -hmm. came Cur back on N64. I literally went home and played it that night. Same. Yeah, like it, Kirby and the Crystal Shards is top tier game. Top tier game because of the customization. That was so out of time. And how fun and just easy going and how the soundtrack is an absolute banger. Yes. Like every, every beat is just like matches so well with the energy that you're going for. And the, the monsters are so unique. Yes. And less predictable. I even like comparative to games, I think now. Oh yeah. Cause you have to like have the correct combination. Like just to collect the shards, you have to like, it's a lot of like color matching and puzzles. Yeah. Which is really nice. And then, yeah, you don't really know what the bosses are going to do or how to beat them. I know in the, uh, the laser one where it's the triangles that float up and down. I think it's on the second moon, the rock moon. Mm -hmm. um, the only way to beat them is by inhaling the bits that they drop and, and throwing it at them. Yes. Like you can't beat them with any of the, with any of the powers. And unless you like experiment for a long time, you're not going to recognize that. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirby's coming back. I actually pretty much, I really enjoyed the uh, most recent Kirby game that came back. I think it took me about a week to get all the way through. Like the All-Stars or? No, it's the new one with the inhaling power. Well, I mean, they're all, they all have the inhaling power. Are you talking power. about the, the open world one? Yes. Um, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yes. Duh. Yes. Um, yeah, I played that all the way through in about a week. It was actually pretty fun. It was pretty reminiscent of crystal shards with just the how much stuff Agreed. that you have to do and then the power-ups mm -hmm. was fun they weren't as customizable um so like you can't like create combinations which right, would have been but, fun but i mean still like you know there's something to like collect and look for yes and power up and increase yeah and that kind of stuff and so and it like and i like the concept behind it it was really nice um yeah. was it at like and this again, this is just because I grew up with this game and I played it all the time. Is it as good as the Crystal Shards? No. But was it a fun playthrough? <laughs> yes, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Spent some hours on it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, Mario is overrated. Yeah. They just need to like they... I would love to just have somebody else. I mean, like, Luigi got, like, Luigi's Mansion, which mm -hmm. was, like, a cool side thing. And Yoshi had we yes. had Yoshi's Island. I guess Toad had, had some. Peach. Mm -hmm. Where's Peach and Daisy? Peach had a game. Peach in the, like, Crystal Umbrella or something like that, where she has to go rescue Mario. It's actually, it was on the DS. It was super fun. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Um, I didn't play a lot of the Mario games, though, on the DS, I don't think. That was actually, I think, the only Mario game I ever got for my DS, because it was Peach. Oh, yeah. What was the name of it? Um, Super Princess Peach. Nice. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a fun game. I actually spent uh, a lot of time playing that game. Wow. Yeah, on my old DS. Did you have the flip up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had, I, would, I had the first generation original DS. Yeah. Uh, can I just say the 3DS? I think that that might have caused, like, internal bleeding in my brain. I could not. So, like, CJ has a 3DS. Yeah. And I tried to play on it once, and I just, it made me motion sick. Trying oh, it to play. did for me as well. And, I, and it made me so sad because my, my original DS had broke, and, I like, I wanted to play a game. So he went out and bought me a 2DS for my for Christmas. Uh -huh. yeah. But yeah, I don't, that 3D be on something else right yeah no terrible but yeah no um yeah i but yeah no Prin princess peach had a game i'd really like to see a villains game with like wario and waluigi because i think that there used to be a wario game yes there was it was for the gamecube mm -hmm. can't remember what it was though yeah but it wouldn't so. be bad to see another princess peach game either yeah that's fair okay we should probably move on yeah pc gaming i used to be a pc gamer so I still sort of PC game, but like I PC game single player games. Like I, but I'm a single game player game kind of person. That's fair. I did the whole Lord of the Rings and like Dota 2, mm -hmm. um, Team Fortress 2, all those games in the back time. Why? Why did I do that to myself? It was so bad. Well, I mean... I played games like Dragon Quest and RuneScape, so if we're talking about old PC games, 
And then my favorite, I mean, I've told you my favorite is the Avion series, which was made by yes. a small developer. Um, and, like back when they had their own website, like it was like amaranthia.com or something. And they made all their games with RPG Maker. And they were just so fun. And Amanda, I know your name because you're, you're on the credits of every single game. And if you ever see this, please go back to making video games. I miss them. They're super fun. I know you're never going to hear this, but just in case. I mean, maybe if we, like, pop off. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? But Amanda, shout out to your games. Avion, all of them is great. Number one is by far the best. Most beautiful storyline. I want to name my children after the main characters. Damn. Well, I mean, if I was having children. Your dick be getting hard for Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, her games are so fun. Yes. Fair. Like, and grant, granted, I was playing them when I was like 12 and 13, and they were like 10 bucks, and but they were they were fun. I've, I've yeah. logged so many hours into all of them and played them all the way through many times. Yes. I can do them like completion without even trying but I'm also a huge fan a, a game that I've put thousands of hours in since my childhood The Sims I wasn't a Sims bitch my life was already horrible enough I didn't need everyone like pooping and peeing and puking everywhere um, and me to have to like manage all of that well and I feel like not necessarily this is where my anxiety stemmed but I think that this actually helped with a lot of my anxiety because I could like make my own little perfect world and like control everything you know to be fair I didn't play Sims but I did play um oh my god you know like the the like zoo tycoon yes roller coaster tycoon yes roller coaster tycoon anyway there used to be this one where it was uh the like the Jurassic one, like the dinosaurs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know, I like started making. I had a super successful thing, and then you know, at a certain point, you're just like, this world that I've created, I'm bored with it. Let's just put it into chaos. <laughs> so then you start putting all the, the People visitors in, yeah. in the same cages with the dinosaurs, and then you watch them eat them and then poop them out mm-hmm. um, over and over again. Yeah, and then it let, you watch it just tank your entire. Facility. Well, you do the same thing with Roller Coaster Tycoon, where you set the speed for all the roller coasters up by like as high as they can go, and then you watch people get shot off the yep. the roller coaster. And yep. then you everybody classic Sims move: you put them into a swimming pool, you take away the ladder, and you let them drown. I watched somebody put them in like a small dark basement mm-hmm. and just watch them like shit and defecate themselves over and over again until they died. Of unhygiene and stuff. I'm like, that's really dark. The swimming pool, that's over pretty quick. Yeah. Yes, it's drowning, but the other one, you're just, like, watching them starve. So people will also, like, purposefully try to set their sims on fire. I just can't. I mean, I can't really judge. I was letting people just get eaten by dinosaurs and, and other animals, so. To, to be fair, I feel like the most classic move in The Sims, though, is to, to create a small basement... With like a, a room and a bed and a in a painting easel, and then you create a painting goblin who just sits down there and paints, and you sell the paintings, and that's how you support and they your just family. Never see the light of day. And they just never see the light of day. Do their paintings get like sadder and sadder? No, not I mean not usually. They I feel like there's like a genetic or genetic um, a generic like oh. schedule for the paintings. Like it's the same paintings over and over and over again. Oh, okay. I mean not the exact same. Like it'll change. Um, 
but, but it's like, on like a randomizer probably cor- yeah yeah okay what's next okay single player multiplayer do you want to and co-opting do you want to talk about that uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've told you my stance. I'm, I prefer to be a single-player game. I hate, I, I, like, I don't hate playing with other people, but, like, I'm a pretty competitive, and I hate relying on other people because sometimes, unless you know, like, you can trust them and stuff. Like, I watch my husband play co-op games all the time, and he gets so mad because people suck. <laughs> Yes. Or don't See, try. I don't like the games where, yeah, like, there's all that stake, there's competition, whatever else, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't mind playing, like, a few multiplayer games here and there. Yeah, like, um, the co-op version for Stardew Valley is pretty fun. <sighs> I can't do Stardew Valley. It's it's probably one of the best games. I, I know put so that. many hours into it. I know you have. It's I so good. I feel so bad. Don't feel bad. It's just a very relaxing game, which can actually go into one of our other topics, which is common games, using them to help manage anxiety. Oh, so we're talking about this now, Ooh. how we're managing anxiety. So how are you managing anxiety? Oh, terribly. <laughs> Just in general, not great. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, good times. No, I, I very much use games to manage my anxiety. I was like, we, you, we have a high-stress job. Um, right. And so I, I mean, I deal with a lot of anxiety on a daily basis, whether that's from the situa- situational things that I have going on in my life or just like some of the persistent worry I have. Um, but I, one of the ways that I cope is by doing an activity that helps me kind of shut my brain off a little bit. Or, you know, desensitize. One of the two. <laughs> I mean, both. Um, a little bit of both. A little bit of burnout. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> What it's twenty twenty two? Basically, just a bitch slap after a bitch slap after a harder bitch slap. I'm convinced that we just were like in parallel worlds, for like slightly different, and then sometime during the pandemic, we got switched to one of the shitty ones, and we're just <laughs> living that out for the rest of the time because there's just so much going on now. And what is it that they say that is the there is a there's a pivotal moment before nine eleven. Where they say everything kind of took a shift. Because, like, if you really think about where we were at back in, like, the, like, late 90s, early 2000s, we were so close to, like, actually getting things like universal health care. Fair. And then everybody got freaked out about national security. And we started putting our whole focus towards all that. So we go from Stardew Valley to 9-11 this time. <laughs> <laughs> Just looping it back around. <laughs> but yes, anyway. Um, no, so I, yeah, I, sometimes it's good to just kind of like shut my brain off and do an activity that I know I'm, that I'm comfortable with and I know how to complete. And then it kind of allows me to like center and reset myself. And then I do that for maybe an hour or so and then I can kind of deal with things a little bit easier there because i just had that moment of kind of letting my brain just go on autopilot yeah instead of thinking about everything that i have to think about which is a lot a lot which yes i feel like i utilize it in the same way for like my anxiety you know again high stress job Mm -hmm. not always feeling the greatest come Mm -hmm. home you're like wow i really am just a piece of garbage today (laughs) um 
But you know what'll help? If I just disassociate a little bit and I'm playing as a badass bitch wizard. All right, so consoles. Digital edition or a normal cut and dry console? I am... I mean, for consoles in general, like, we're a PlayStation household. We're a Nintendo household. Yes. But as far as, like, you know, we have, like, the Xbox and PlayStation where you get variants of, like, you know, you don't have all the boxes and stuff. You can just download everything right. via internet, interwebs. Yeah. <sighs> but, yeah, you have an ish with that. I do. I like having the things. Yeah. There's a thing about having things. I think it's the inner millennial. There's something about, like, you being able to collect all the little boxes mm-hmm. that the games come in. And then, like, you have them. Much like, do you still have, like, your box for your computer and laptop? So, not my laptop anymore. We finally threw that away. But you have other ones. Uh, yeah. Um, I think we have, we still have our Wii box. Uh, we, we have our Wii U box. We have our Switch box. We have all we have all the boxes. We have all the boxes. That's all right. I have boxes too. <laughs> I tried. What if I need them? But what here's if... the thing I've realized the other day is we won't need them because by the time that which you're not gonna sell it, I'm not gonna sell my console. Right. You're not gonna sell your console. So why the fuck do we still have it? Well what if I have to like ship it back in case it gets damaged? Kelly, nobody is going to accept your twenty year old switch. It's not 20 years old yet. But when it is. Ours is a special Pokemon uh, Pikachu Eevee version. But I'm sure that they're not going to say you need the original packaging. What What if they do? That, I feel like that used to be a thing where you could only ship things back in the original packaging. Otherwise, they wouldn't fix your stuff for you. That makes no sense to me. If you own it and you have it... That means you've paid monetary value for it in some way or another. I so what I what I'm drawing my experience from is, I feel like in the early two thousands when I was growing up, that we were supposed to like keep all the things because our parents told us to. <laughs> we're trying to break the generational trauma, Kelly. But, um, is it generational trauma that I want to keep my boxes? <laughs> Control. <laughs> I'm. A, I can't judge you. I still have my, my my boxes for a lot of things too. Do you think that that's why we all have like a cord drawer? Like so, a, like a drawer of cords. I don't necessarily think that. I think personally, that has more to do with my ADHD than it does anything else. But like, but like you have a drunk like a like a junk drawer, right? Where you put like all your shit. Funny you say just a junk drawer i have an entire dresser dedicated to random objects that have a place and should have a place around my apartment but don't and i just decide to put them in there i found kelly the other day a kitchen knife in there that belongs in the kitchen that normally is in the kitchen but somehow in my brain i decided i would maybe cleaning and being distracted by the television and decided oh i don't know i guess maybe the dresser is a good place to put this knife why did you put a knife in the dresser? It was one of those that comes with like the little sheath yeah. that comes with it. 
So, like, it was safety put in there, but, like... But why did you put that in the dresser when literally your kitchen is five feet away from it? Again, ADHD. My brain was just like, oh, yeah, put this away. I honestly probably think what did happen is the drawer was slightly open, and I was probably thinking of something else and just saw an opening of a drawer. You're like, this is a good place for this knife. Shove it in there. Here we go. Knife Absolutely. home. Absolutely. Knife home. Knife home. Knife home. Um, God. <laughs> um, speaking of knife homes, what were we talking about? We were talking about digital versus. Digital versus gone. Yeah. So, but I, I do the same thing with games. I am a, I am a hard copy game collector. I am going to go out, I'm going to buy the, di- I'm going to buy the hard copy discs. I'm going to buy the hard copy cartridges. Like I am a hard copy person and people are like, but things are going into the realm of digital and like, you don't necessarily need the hard copy, but like, what if you do? But I think it's the same thing. Like it all boils down to like, the hardbacks versus the paperbacks versus like ebooks. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has their preference, and we shouldn't be harsh on somebody else's mellow because they choose something over. The I mean, other. I'm not harsh on anyone's mellow, but I'm just like. Well, I mean, I what feel if like... the internet goes out and you can't access your online, you can't access your games because they're like a digital copy? When you but I, I feel like everyone's harsh on your mellow with the digital thing, like not the digital thing. The um, hard copy. Well, people just think I'm fucking old and like, and that's not the only old person thing I do. I fucking write checks. People get so bent out of shape because I write checks. Sometimes you need to write a check. I mean, that's, it's just easier. And people are like, why do you write checks? I'm like, don't you have cash app? No, I don't have cash app. I write checks. I still think it's weird you don't have Venmo. (sighs) I don't need it. But you do. For what? To exchange the monies. That's what checks are for. You're going to hand me a motherfucking check? I would. I wrote a check for $15 to give to someone the other day. Oh my god, Kelly, you did it. I did. <laughs> I write checks. I'm fine with it. I'm old and I don't care. That's okay. You know what? I'm not going to harsh on that too much. And yeah. that's that's why I like hard copies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fine. I, I think there is, like, some elitism with just the digital download people. I just don't trust. What it boils down to is I just don't trust. Like, I, and, and it's a, I do this thing, this, I do that with a lot of things. Like, unless I see it, feel it, touch it, have it in my hands, like, I don't trust it. And, you know, I, I think at a certain point, because I mainly do digital copies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were talking about the one game that I have mm-hmm. that isn't a digital copy, which is Breath of the Wild. Right. Um, but at a certain point, like, you know, since you don't have the physical manifestation of it, you can't see what you own mm-hmm. in a way. Like, and so it's not on your, like, main, like, roster of most recent games you forget you even had this fucking game right whereas with like you have it displayed you can go through them and see what you like oh i haven't played that in a while but like i feel like i do the same thing with a lot of other things like i mean you do a lot of online shopping not really like that's you buy your shoes online and stuff oh yeah 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 i cannot buy clothing or shoes online easily unless it's like a simple thing like a cardigan that i know is probably gonna fit me 
because I just don't trust the way that it's going to fit or the way that it's going to look. Or even if it's the same thing that I've been buying over and over and over again, the same size, I still want to go to the store. I want to feel it. I want to touch it. But I think that's the thing with like female fashion is that you're kind of entrained not to trust it because like just because this is a size 10 in this brand does not mean it's, it's going to fit the same in this brand for a size 10. Very true. And this would be a great topic for another episode. Yeah. We yeah definitely will talk about that in the future, but it yeah it's like it's the same kind of thing, and so I understand yeah not trusting it, and a lot of times you can get better deals on the digital like the hard copy ones than you can for the digital copies. You really can because like if you go to any place that has like you have like a rewards tube or that you can get coupons or discounts for, is you can you can. Uh, you can get deals sometimes, but the problem is I feel like actually digital copies are easier to get. Truth. And depending on where you're getting it through, for example, like Steam. Like Steam is a great site for people who like love PC gaming. Right. And you can go on there. You can buy digital copies of whatever game that you want. Yeah. And I feel like it's a little bit different with PC games compared to consoles. Right. Because, I mean, PC at this point, like you don't get like a CD disc that has the game on it anymore. Like it's all gone digital oh yeah like i ha- like my laptop doesn't have like a cd or a dvd port no, at all it doesn't either yeah and so it, they're they've almost kind of phased that out and i feel like that's actually part of the way that pc gaming culture pc gaming culture has evolved to mm-hmm. keep up with technology absolutely so another thing with gaming that i always find really interesting is the way that different people interact with games and you can see a lot of that in generational differences Like, if you look at someone from, like, our generation, the way that we interact with games is it's very comfortable, it's very confident. Like, it's something that we are putting our time and effort into and something that we'll do to where it almost creates, like, a story, like, within our games. We do a lot of games that involve, like, storytelling. Whereas, like, if you look at some of the ways that older generations interact with games, they're playing more of those, like games on their phone whether it's like the like candy crush or the gambling games is what i see a lot of the people in my life who are older playing yeah which yeah like you know it's all there on their phone they don't have to buy anything additional it's already there and accessible and not like not even just older generations younger generations and how they play like i do not understand the chokehold that fortnite has on on the littles i I feel like part of it is, like, Fortnite is, for them, is, like, their Pokemon. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I can't, I guess I can't say that because, like, Team Fortress 2, did you ever play that one growing Mm -hmm. up? It was, like, a shooter game and stuff, and you played as a few different, like, types of, you had, like, a spy, you had, like, a juggernaut, you know, all those different ones. Um, And I think this is their version of that because it was also an online game where you played with a bunch of other people as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that they just have a different iteration of basically the same thing well and i know that part of it is how they grew together socially with it like that was the thing that they did with their friends and a lot of the times that that was what they did with their parents yeah and impactful like how impactful were they were just doing like the dances from mm-hmm. the the tiktoks and i'm not the tiktoks oh my god and i just said the tiktoks <laughs> terrible of look me. who's old now <laughs> um but no, like they, they did like at dances and stuff, they yeah. did um, all the dances yeah. from Fortnite. I remember when my nephew like taught me how to floss. Oh, I, I 
taught myself because then I could go and show all those nerds at summer camp where I was counseling that um, I was a cool kid. Yeah. Flossing came out after I was done working in summer camps. Oh, that's fair. It was like, I think the last year when it was like super popular. Yeah, because it was like, what, 2018? Yes. Yeah. But I think it started like 2017, maybe. Yeah, I think it started in 2017, but that's at that time that I was starting to work in our field. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, generations. Yeah. Well, and if you even look at younger kids, they're learning how to game so much like earlier than what we were offered. Oh, yeah. Because like my nephew, like that is how he learns like like he has so many of these like educational games on his ipad and he's like incredibly smart um but he he's been gaming like that like he we buy him switch games for like christmas and stuff and he knows how to like play through like really difficult complex games see yes very much so but we still dominate you know talk about my inner chad um you know, we still dominate because, you know, they haven't quite crystallized mm-hmm. that ability to play, and we have, and we just dominate. Well, yeah, like, you know, you've seen the video of the kid who's like, I'm bringing Mewtwo to my Pokemon game, I battle against my dad, and then dad brings, like, um, well, something that beats Mewtwo easily. Probably, like, a fucking Beedoo. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and literally crushes him. And then the, the little boys just scream crying. But, like, how are you going to learn? How are you going to grow if we don't crumble you down to ruins? You know who I hated from the Pokemon game? Who? The rival from Sword and Shield. The fuck was his name? Hop. Hop. I fuck hated Hop. him. Hawk. Hawk. Hop is so dumb. You're in. You're literally in the last gym, and you're gonna say, "Wow, you know about type differences. You're so strong." Like no <laughs> fucking shit, bro. How did you get this far? What are you doing? And just the fact that he had like a full on meltdown, that you know, like, but you know what? I can't say that because like his whole dream was to be like Pokemon champion, and then we stole it from him. Basically. We didn't steal shit from him. I mean, he was. We worked hard. We did work he, hard. His main Pokemon was a fucking Woolaloo or whatever it was called. That terrible Pokemon. Yeah. Say that. Like, like, don't get me wrong. It, it's not like the worst Pokemon. It's not a fucking ice cream cone, uh, which is <laughs> vanillish. I have such a bone with vanillish. We'll probably just have a, a, a whole episode dedicated <laughs> to Pokemon. Yes, but. we're gonna need it. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so. Um, Fuck vanillish. Fuck all, <laughs> fuck all those evolutions. Um, but yeah, so it's it's very interesting to see. And I, I'm very excited to see how games evolve because of how like intrinsically ingrained it's going to be within our youth of, of society. Yes. And I am interested to see like where reality ends and like video games starts like mm-hmm. that. Like, cause you know, like virtual reality and all those like types of games are just going to like, I think become more and more real. And then like, it's going to be so crazy. The amount of like graphics and stuff that Mm -hmm. we'll be a part of that you'll be like fully immersed in the game. I, yeah, I'm excited to see something like that. I'm also interested to see how different aspects of our daily lives are going to be influenced by gaming just because like, as we've 
become more technologically advanced, the way that we interact with technology is usually to make it more fun, appealing, and exciting. I feel like that's just, that has just like increased and I feel like it's going to continue to go up. And so, I mean, yeah, because at a certain point you're no longer going to have any generations that didn't grow up with video games. Mm -hmm. Because like, think about our, um, that, what is it? The sexual harassment? No, it's the computer safety monitoring uh, yearly training that we have to do and you have to like click through the simulation oh and find God. yeah and you have to like where is all the unsafe information being held what's what's the safety hazards here the the one where it was like a um criminal minds whatever bullshit are you talking about the spaceship one not the spaceship one i'm talking about the, the criminal minds where it was like the these like uh private eye investigators trying to like figure out these uh phishing emails oh yes i know what you're talking about what in the baby boomer nonsense was that i would still prefer that compared to the spaceship like star fighter it one where it's talking about like don't have your password be password or password one Yeah. But yeah, like those kind of things I are obviously influenced by game by right. gaming and because they're trying to make things more fun and appealing and stuff. Uh so I'm I'm interested to see as we become more enmeshed with gaming how that's going to influence parts of the actual society. Yes. Very very much agree. All right guys, thanks for listening. Um, in the future, we'll probably be talking about a range of different topics. Can include anything up to pop culture, aspects of the human condition, our own personal opinions on things, and maybe even some story times. We love a good story time. Story times are the best. All right. Thanks for listening. We enjoyed it probably, hopefully, as much as you guys did. Um, So maybe we'll catch you next time. See you on the couch.